Hello and welcome back. This is Unlimited Boundaries with Officer B. I am your host, Lester Bailey, and I'm really proud that you have come back to listen to a new podcast. Today, my random thought. How about being on the police department? And I'd love to give a story about some of the adventures I had and the lessons I learned from these adventures. Have you ever wondered what policemen actually do? I know you see it on television from time to time, but how do police officers do it? Where do they get the mindset to go out and do something that they never thought that they would do before? Have you ever wanted to be a police officer and ask yourself, are you ready to be a servant of the community, to put your life in danger, to help others? Well, let me tell you a story about being a police officer. One of the grandest things I've ever learned on becoming a police officer is that it's one of the most boring est jobs that you could ever have. Now, you wonder, why do you call it boring? Where our job, actually, there is nothing that you can do until something has happened to someone. You may be able to prevent the continuation of the crime by just showing up, but you can't do anything if there's no crime. If no one commits to doing a particular crime. So that's one of the first things that you actually have to know. And then you learn the other part about the job. When stuff happens, it may happen all at once. You may be in the middle of the worst thing in life that goes on, and you have to do something about that at that present time. And a lot of times, your fears, your thoughts of holding back, your procrastination, the things that stop you may come up and they flourish, and you have to make a decision about Are you going to stay or run? And trust me, if you think that you won't do that, you have already lied to yourself and you put yourself and someone else in harm's danger. So you have to be careful about those little things that happen in your life. I remember being on the streets and it was the first time of chasing someone who was selling drugs. That to me had its excitement. Because I'm going to lock somebody up. I don't like people out there selling this drug, harming people. So I know that I'm going to go and get him. I see this man running. I know that he has about a pound worth of marijuana, reefer, cannabis, call it whatever you want. It's still the same thing to me. He is now, he sees me, he picks up this package. As he picks this package up, You see him flying down the street, and I'm running behind him. I'm a half a block away from him, but I'm gaining up on him because I have a determination to arrest him. He has a determination to get away from me, but that doesn't matter because both of our adrenalines are running high. This man, as I'm chasing him, runs into an abandoned building. I'm watching him run into this building. Now, when you think of an abandoned building, you have to understand At night, when it is 2 o'clock in the morning, that the building is dark. You have a flashlight. He doesn't. 
but he has the advantage over you. And that is, he knows where he is. You have no idea where he is or what he has. So as I'm walking into this building, I'm nervous. I am really scared. I don't know what's going to happen. So as I'm walking through this building and I can smell all of the musk in the building, I can see rodents running around. I am nervous because I still don't know where he is and these sounds are coming from everywhere and the stench of this place is just absolutely horrible. Can you smell the stench? Could you imagine the darkness? Can you hear the rats running around? And you are still going in and you ask yourself this question. Do I really want to arrest him? Do I really want to go in this building? The answer is, hell no. I don't want to go in. I don't want to be a part of it. But I have to do a job. I'm getting paid to do a job to go against my own fears, to go against something that I am comfortable about, to make sure that I make this arrest and I may be able to save someone's life from having to get off of drugs. That is kind of really weird. But... Why am I doing this? Because I love the people that I serve. I love the people that I'm around. I love being able to do something greater than myself. So I walk into this building. I hear my feet as the floor creaks. I see that there are holes that are in the floor. I want to turn on my flashlight, but my flashlight gives him the advantage of knowing where I am. This is not cool. This is just something that makes you like, oh, but I still forge ahead. So I learned to kind of use my life, my light in immediately. But how about he has a gun? And you hear this shot rang out. Bam! You're still not sure where it's from, but you're on your way into this place. So you kind of gather on the walls. You're feeling your way around, and you remember where you saw that little muzzle of light. So you have a little indication where he may be, but you still are not sure where he may be. But now, your fears have kicked up a little more than before. I mean, that adrenaline that's inside of your body is starting to pump up more. But you don't know where the guy is. And he knows where you are. He knows that you have a gun. So he is not trying to find out to give up his place, nor is he trying to die. He wants to get away from you. He wants you to get out. But you still forge ahead. My partner goes one way. I go another way. My partner is giving me tips and clues on how to get him because my partner has been through this before. And this is my first time going through this particular time. I had many more times being on the job, but this is my first one, especially at two o'clock in the morning, especially when there is no sun, no light, but the street lights, especially when the building is smelling bad, rodents are running around. He knowing where I am and I'm still trying to get to him, but I'm on my way. He makes the mistake and he starts to move and I can hear his sound over the sounds of the other mess that's actually inside of there. I can hear the creaking. So as I start to walk upon him. I'm walking upon him. My partner's walking upon him. And we're not in the same place. First, as a police officer, you and your partner cannot be in the same place because that bullet can get both of you all. 
So I don't want you to be in that particular way. I want you to understand that as you're going around, you're going to have to stand up to your fears. Because everything you've ever wanted in life is on the other side of fear. So I'm going toward him. Now he hears my partner, but he doesn't hear me because I am waiting. I am standing against the wall waiting for him to make a mistake. I'm getting past this point because now you have done something to make me want to aggressively come after you. I make a move. My partner makes two moves. I make another move. We're closing in on him. He comes out. He starts running at us. And we're now, boom, we tackle him. We've made this tackle. This is one of the things that we've been waiting for for the longest time to get this arrest. We're fighting with him on the floor. But we're aggressively because we know we're, we're going to get you. We're going to win this fight. That's what we do as police officers. We learn to win. So we get there throughout all else. We're not putting anyone's life else life in danger. We're putting our own life in danger, but we're taking him out just for some drugs. He doesn't want to go to jail. He wants to commit a battery, a heinous battery. How about death of one of us just so he can go back out on the street and kill somebody else by giving them drugs? Yes, Marijuana may not be the drug that actually kills you, but it is a gateway drug to other harmful drugs that may kill you. So after this arrest, after we have fought with him and put cuffs on him, we still got to get back out to our car. We still have to be able to walk through this abandoned building. We almost fall through one of the floorboards because it's creaky floors. We're telling him, why would you lead us into a place not to get arrested? The worst thing that can happen is you go to jail for a short amount of time or even a long amount of time, but you're going to go to jail. It may happen, but you don't put someone's life or your life in danger just to get away with something. We did it. We went in there. We went after him. We solved this particular case. It didn't solve the crimes of life, but we got one more body off the street. So I just had to give you that little bit of police story. I enjoyed you being with me. Please leave me a comment. Please share this if someone else you think may want to hear and learn from this. And they may want to become a police officer. I want you to make sure you leave me a comment because it's important to me to give you better stories and at least give you a better understanding of the life of a police officer. So until the next time, I thank you for coming along with me. I thank you for being here because your brilliance and your kindness is so important. Listen, until the next time, this is Unlimited Boundaries with Officer B. You are brilliant. Stay fantastic and come and listen to me again. You all take care and bye bye for now. Live a fantastic life.